You are now listening to the Take Leap Tech Talk podcast. Hey guys, welcome to Take Leap Tech Talks. So, episode three, uh, I'm joined in with Rahul. Rahul, how's it going? Hey man, how's it going? All good. Yeah, can't complain. Uh, it's picking up, the industry is picking up again in Dubai. Yes, and uh, talking about picking up, uh, I think even the weather in Dubai is picking up. It's it's a lot cooler than usual. Mm. Thanks for your puns as usual. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime. So, um, episode three. Welcome everyone, and uh, today we're taking into we're digging into another field of technology. So we've basically looked, we've touched the surface of virtual reality. We have looked into um, computer vision. Today we're going to look into something that you know I think people might think is a very um, a new form of technology, but technically it's been going on for quite a few decades. Actually, we're looking at the world of augmented reality. So, what is AR? Well, uh, to be honest, uh, a lot of us would have actually come across AR at some point in the recent past, especially because of how accessible augmented reality is. Without even realizing it, we would have come across that. Uh, you know, I see a lot of people using Snapchat. Now, if you take Snapchat filters, for example, right, you open your, your camera and you look at yourself and you apply a filter. So what happens then? Okay, you suddenly have Two pointy ears. <laughs> You'll probably get a fancy whisker. If you don't <laughs> don't forget the one where you're like a dog, and then your tongue sticks oh, out. Exactly. So that is exactly what augmented reality is. You can see yourself, but there is something that the computer or the processor that adds on to your reality. So augmented reality is nothing but reality with. Do not say reality with augmentation. <laughs> No, with overlaid computer-generated graphics. Yeah, so uh, as far as layman's terms is concerned, it's just adding digital imagery, videos or animations or images or anything like that into the real world. You generally see it through a medium. So it's generally through, like, say, a screen for your mobile phones or your PCs or even your TVs. Um, yes, Snapchat is a prime example of augmented reality at its finest. And... People really don't look at it. We just we're used to just calling it filters, but it is actually a very basic form of AR. Um, we see it also in a lot of day-to-day uh, -day parts of our life. Like for instance, um, my car. Most of the cars these days they have when you switch uh, to reverse, you mm -hmm. actually have a reverse cam, right? Exactly. So sometimes the reverse cam will also have markers that indicates mm -hmm. you'll have a red, yellow, and green. Green means that your car is at a safe distance from any obstacle behind it. When it gets to red, that means you're really close to hitting something. Exactly. So yeah. those markers are technically augmented reality-based markers. So it actually gives you uh, an indication uh, or gives you some sort of a judgment as far as distance is concerned. Yes. And also a lot of cars these days come with something known as the head-up displays. So which is when you're driving, you actually get certain things projected onto your windshield. So that is again a kind of 
AR. Augmented reality. Exactly. And I can go all the way back to maybe the 70s and 80s as well, actually. So if you guys remember things like news broadcasting, Mm -hmm. you know, so you see people talking and you see the headlines on the bottom or the weather reporter, he's talking about, you know, there's going to be a storm coming and he gestures to the side and you just see like this cyclone appear out of nowhere, right? Mm -hmm. Those are actually live AR or live augmented reality where people are actually broadcasting. There's actually nothing there. It's either a green screen or there's literally physically you, you can't see anything, but through the medium of our TV, we can actually see those imageries. We see it a lot in sports, uh, a lot of games like cricket, football, basketball. We also see the player and suddenly their statistics appear right above that player, right? Yes. Or you also see things like in cricket, it shows you how many overs are left, how many runs the batsman's made, they, and they actually overlay it on the field itself. Uh, exactly, and especially when you uh, spoke about cricket just now, uh, that is when it struck me. I was watching the Indian Premier League uh, the other day and before the match begins, they have a countdown and that countdown actually happens in a drone and that drone does not exist. But on TV, you you, you just feel as if there's this huge drone with four uh, huge televisions just hovering uh, in the sky, just you know, showing down the countdown, and it exactly. was, it's fascinating. Exactly, and the, and the best part is, uh, it just adds a lot of entertainment value, right, to the yes. to, to the viewers. Instead of just seeing like a blank screen over there, it's a little bit more immersive. It's a little bit more engaging. You know, you yes. feel that it's something is happening at that location. Exactly, and what adds to that wow factor is that when you are there. And you look at the sky, there's nothing. But then you look into a screen, there's something there. I think that uh, further adds to that uh, uh, factor of or, or what makes augmented reality fascinating. Yeah, and um, there are a lot of purposes that actually come through when it comes to uh, augmented reality. So you can use it for entertainment, like for instance, your Snapchat and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, you can use it as form of, uh, as form of information what you see in your news, news broadcasts. Um, you can see it as far as information for sports and other form of activities. Um, you can use it for assists, like driving, like when you put it on reverse, or like you said, the heads up display where you have the information. Um, definitely gaming, when it comes to technology, gaming always has a major presence. and games like Pokemon Go, yeah, it's I, it's a defining... I, I think that Pokemon Go is what actually uh, uh, led that uh, change or shift into AR-based gaming because before that, I don't think a lot of people actually, uh, you know, tried to uh, explore a lot of AR games. There were a few, yes, there were a lot of companies that tried jumping into it and we were trying to see what are the uh, possibilities. And to be honest, um, the last decade, 2010 to 2020, I mean, I think it was a good decade because people were experimenting on all these technologies and we were looking at it from okay, so we have a platform, we have the ground basics on how these things work. How far can we go? I remember uh, seeing this uh, game slash hardware uh, experience. Uh, the game was called Father.io, mm-hmm. all right? Uh, Father.io, I think. So it's actually quite interesting. It's like bringing games like Counter-Strike or Call of Duty to life. So it's a mobile-based uh, application and you have these sort of infrared sensors. It's a physical clamp that you attach on your phones. And when you launch the game, you can have literally in the real world, five V5 type of player, like Mm -hmm. a game. 
And what happens is through your phone, you can actually see uh, yourself holding a type of a weapon or something like that. And then you have factions. You've got one side versus another side. You can choose whether you want snipers, assault, uh, front, easy, uh, I don't know, like single guns. I'm not much into that sort of gaming. But the cool thing is uh, you create a map and I think it's based on the Google Maps platform. So you can actually create a real life map around you. So if you step out, you're out of bounds mm -hmm. and you can literally run inside and, you know, fight with your teammates. So it's actual, it's literally like playing real life Counter-Strike, but through your mobile phones using AR. And it's a lot of fun and you can see players health bar and stuff. So if I shoot you <laughs> through my phone, I can actually see Rahul and his health goes from 100 to 80, for example. Right. Very interesting. It's very interesting. Um, I don't know. We have to probably look into what's happened to that uh, game at this point. But Pokemon Go. Yes. Uh, almost everyone I know has at one point of time indulged in that game yeah i have i have myself but i had to give up because there was a lot of running around to do and i was just getting too old for this i think <laughs> I, I read an article somewhere that said ar gaming is leading into healthy gamers if that's <laughs> i think that's a, uh what, what do you call it yeah, um, yeah definitely but then i saw a lot of kids run into each other because they were looking at their phones at the same time <laughs> so. i think i think kids in general just run into each other irrespective of games yeah. But yeah, so AR works in games, uh, works in fields of entertainment, works in... Um... Uh, in architecture, I believe, because uh, well, I've seen a recent application where uh, you just uh, show your phone onto, you know, you just scan the table and it kind of, you know, pops up a building on the table and then you are able to rotate it, uh, zoom into it, uh, you know, zoom out. So it gives clients a much better feel of how their building will look and feel like rather than just seeing a presentation on screen or just a rendered image of it. Imagine, you know, being able to look at it from all four sides, rotate it, you know, it, it gives a much better uh, immersion uh, or, or that connect to what they're going to I get. I think there's a sense of, you know, it's almost tangible in a way. Exactly. And it's cool. And I agree with you. I've also seen these uh, things called portals, door portals. And what that does is mm -hmm. when you open up the application, um, it scans the environment and mm -hmm. creates an actual door portal. Mm -hmm. And you can literally step into anything. Uh, we from Take Leap have actually created applications like that for real estate where you can literally walk inside a villa, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. And everything is scaled one to one. So one step in the real world is one step in the digital world and you can actually see what exactly your house would look like and it defeats the, i mean it beats the whole aspect of showing someone a blueprint and saying yeah so this is two meters the hallway width is two meters so you need to imagine it here i can actually walk inside and say oh wow this is actually what two meters is it's too big it's too small you know you can actually deliberate on that um the door portal can also take you to different locations like imagine especially now during the pandemic or something like that imagine it's like hey would you like to go to Spain, you know, mm -hmm. and then you have the door portal to Barcelona or something and yeah. you just walk inside and you see something happening. It's, it's, it's entertaining, but at the same time, it provides a different perspective to how people view digital content. Definitely. I think uh, that's one of the key areas where I think you can expect much more development uh, and exploration in this field, because I think there are a lot of takers. Uh, especially when it comes to real estate development, I think uh, there is. I think uh, you know we have a good future in terms of uh, 
in that particular industry. Yeah, I've uh, we've worked also on a couple of well, okay, let's before before jumping into the works and stuff, let's see what types of AR are readily available. So we were talking about convenience, right? Mm -hmm. You mentioned earlier that it's readily available. Now, unlike VR, for example, which is amazing in its own, but one of the biggest drawbacks of that is hardware, right? Not everyone has a VR ready device like a, a laptop or a PC. And then if they do, you still need to purchase a VR headgear. And it's not exactly a go-to tech, tech at this point of time. Um, you know, eventually, I hope it does, where every household will have a VR headset and people use that for day-to-day -day activities. But at this point of time, unfortunately, it's not there yet. But what people do um, have at this point are things like mobile phones. Yeah. And mobile phones are a very good platform for AR. And I think at this point of time, we're just kind of like, seeing the growth of it it's going to pick up in a couple of years there are a lot of companies that are investing billions and billions of dollars in this technology microsoft just released the hololens 2 you know i mm -hmm. can't wait to get my hands on that yeah. and you know see what the potentials are because the hololens one was a breakthrough you know like people would could not imagine what that thing could bring on the table and that was i think what six years ago i i don't think that was even six years ago i think it was as recent as i think 2000 15 or 17 if i'm not wrong yeah i i remember seeing it towards the end of at least the the launch videos and stuff i think or the announcement videos mm -hmm. i think i saw it back towards the end of 2014. yeah um but yeah four or five years down the line and now you have the second gen which apparently is a bigger uh, achievement from microsoft um i think apple is also working on something which would be more interesting because apple generally focuses more on customers like consumer based products not developer they won't release something for developers only and be like okay that's basically it they release a product that is ready to use by the market as a whole so one of the biggest advantages uh with mobile phones is it's convenient you have it with you at any point of time and it's an ideal platform for ar to thrive and if you see over the last couple of years actually there are a lot of applications, there are a lot of games, there are a lot of um, you know, programs that are actually coming out that actually uses uh, mobile phone-based AR in a very beautiful way. Mm -hmm. um, games, uh, I can give you a very fun example, actually. Even simpler than Pokemon Go, but a lot more entertaining. We all know and love Angry Birds, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's more than 10 years old now, if I'm yes. not mistaken. So I think last year or the year before, they released this thing called Angry Birds AR, mm -hmm. where it's literally the exact same gameplay where you have the catapult with the Angry Birds and then you have the pigs and then you have to, you know, blow stuff up. This is now done in augmented reality. So I actually can create an island on my table. You'll see the pigs and all creating these massive structures. And then I can move around in 360 with my catapult which is seen from my screen pull the bird back and literally hit it and you can see the blocks actually interacting with my table so you'll see the blocks fall on the table bounce back yeah. and everything so it feels a lot more immersive engaging it's fun all right um, there are a lot of other things google and apple uh well basically like the kings right now as far as mobile phone development is concerned so they both have their development kits. You've got AR Core from Google mm -hmm. and AR Kit from Apple. Yes. So programmers and developers who actually use these uh, programs or these developer kits, they actually create, they use those platforms to actually create these AR-based application and games. Mm -hmm. 
And um, I think that's opening up a lot of potential in the market. And it's easy because everyone has a mobile phone. And I think over the last couple of years, uh, mobile phone technology itself has become quite competent to even handle even more intensive graphics and more complex applications, especially in the realms of AR. True. And the thing is, uh, uh, at this point, you know, what I would like to add here is that a lot of people, even when they use applications, they do not realize that what they're using is an augmented reality based application. For example, the other day, uh, I found my dad trying to you know, measure something and he couldn't find a, a, a measuring tape. So I told him, you know, just uh, use this app uh, because he used an iPhone and I, there was an app called Measure, Measure Up. I don't AR know. Measure or something. Yeah, yeah exactly. And, and he opened it and all he had to do was just point, uh, uh, you know, onto the cupboard that he wanted to measure and he just marked two points and it just drew a line and it just measured it for him. And then he, he could just, you know, swing his camera around and then come back to it and he saw that the line with the measurement is still there and he was just mind blown by it and he was like, wow, this is so cool. And I told him that is augmented reality, FYI, in case you didn't know. And scored a point <laughs> over your dad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. And, and uh, another very interesting application which I have seen, a very beautiful application is this stargazing application where yes. you just point your phone or tablet towards the sky and it suddenly just overlays the constellations. And it actually shows you where exactly the planets are, where exactly the, the, the sun's trajectory is actually marked on the sky for you. And I just thought that is brilliant. That is, I mean, you know, I felt like, uh, you know, uh, those uh, olden ages uh, astronomers who look into the sky <laughs> and be like, oh yeah, that's Leo, by the way. <laughs> and then you can imagine you standing over there with a tablet. Right? tablet actually, it's... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, and that's and yeah, exactly. And this is, I think, like I said, this is just the beginning of it. You know, um, I'm going to start speculating and seeing where the possibilities can actually be in the future. Right. Mm -hmm. um, I think one of the biggest breakthroughs that will come with AR is eventually when people start having um, wearables. Mm -hmm. So something like not as heavy or bulky as a HoloLens or something like that, but something a little bit more... Uh, what, what people are used to, like normal glass frames, right? Mm -hmm. And imagine you can actually kind of have a sort of a projection within those lenses where you can actually see digital imagery happening in the world around you. It sounds very sci-fi right now, but imagine the opportunities. Like if I look at you right now, now if I have you on LinkedIn or Facebook or anything like that, so my glasses immediately scans your face, recognizes you as Rahul, mm -hmm. and then right next to you, I have like, you know, your statistics, you know, you've just, you know, put a note on uh, Instagram or something like that, or you've just yeah. logged into a certain mm -hmm. place, you know, you went to Starbucks or actually says he was at Starbucks or something like yeah, that. Exactly. And you imagine you meet your friend, uh, you know, like just randomly and then a pop up says, oh, yeah, this is this and it's his birthday today. And then you look at him and be like, happy birthday. And he's like, what, you know? Well, to be honest, I, that I think that's two steps ahead. I think I've, I've been in situations where I've met people on the road that I probably haven't met in years and they have that awkward, hey, do you remember me? And I'm just like, no, but I need to say something right now. Like, imagine if it has that sort of detection where it says, remember me? And it says, yep, it's this guy. And you're like, hey, how's it going? You know, mm. um, at the same time, imagine things like Google Maps. So if I'm in a scenario where... Uh, like I just get out of the office and I'm just walking. I don't even have to be in my car. 
and I just go like, hey, you know, Google or Siri or something, can you tell me how to get to this particular location? And it literally draws a line on the road, you know, mm-hmm. or on the footpath showing me how to get there. I mean, I think that would just be amazing. I saw this video, uh, it was like a concept video talking about the potentials of augmented reality. So things like advertisements, like uh, you go into a grocery store, right? I pick up a, a box of, I don't know, cornflakes or something, right? And I just stare at it, it immediately shows all the nutrients, all the ingredients that go behind it. I can check if there's any offers on that. Um, I can run it down with my application. I can run it down with my application, uh, for instance, my health. And I can check. So for instance, I'm only allowed to have certain amount of calories as far as carbs are concerned. And I just pick up a dish mm-hmm. or something and it says, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. I think you've had enough. You can't have this because then you're going to cross your rec- yeah. daily recommendations. So. Exactly. You can see how these sort of technologies will kind of interweave in our day-to-day lives. And to the point where, like, see, today when we look at it, you can't think of a life without a mobile phone or a smartphone, mm-hmm. right? You, wanna, you, want, you want World War III, just take everyone's smartphones away. I think that's how you start that, right? Um, so you can imagine maybe uh, in this decade, you might actually have people using augmented reality, and it's so, you know interwoven into our lives that you can't imagine a life without that yeah and i think uh, it's not just about how uh, how we can use it to better our lives but i think ar has reached a point where it's not just about this any longer people are trying to have fun with it the other day i uh, i saw this video by a museum uh, somewhere in europe i don't remember so Uh, Their whole take was they launched a new uh, segment or a new uh, uh, program where all their paintings had an AR marker on them. So and it and so when you were there, they give you a tab. So as you walk around, you point the tab at a particular painting and that painting comes to life. So there was one in which it was a painting of some kind of uh, of water, I think. And the moment you point to it, suddenly you see waves and then suddenly you see fish, uh, you know, moving around and all that. And similarly, in another one, it was a garden. And when you point at it, you see, you know, leaves, uh, trees growing. And I just thought the the potential there is limitless. Now think about, you know, you just point it at some big building and imagine, uh, you know, AR allows you to, you know, probably show some some big monster, you know, just trying to climb the building <laughs> or something. Imagine that. I mean, it, it it's just cool. It 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 will be surreal. Something that that is something not that is not that easily achievable for VR because again, you know, you got to wear the headset and everything. But something as simple as your phone can allow you to, you know, uh, experience something like that. I think it's just incredible. I have this app on my phone. Uh, I think it was called Action FX. Mm-hmm. All right. It's done by the same company. Uh, you know Bat Robot. I think it's uh, yeah. a VFX company by uh, I think it's JJ Abrams, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so the cool thing about that is I can actually record small snippets of day-to-day life, and I can add these special action movie effects onto it. Uh-huh. So I've had scenarios where, just for the fun of it, I've told my friends to just run towards the camera. And as they're running, when you see the post effects that the guy's running and you see this car falling behind him or something, so it's, it's, it's fun, it's a lot of, it's entertaining. And at the same time, very informative. Like, now I'm just going to use the same building example where you said you see a monster attacking the building for entertainment purposes. You can imagine if I look at a building, it immediately pops up things like 
how many apartments are to let mm -hmm. what are the prices if you want to buy them you know which ones are leasing as far as rents and how much of the rents are showing up so something as simple as that i just have to look towards the building and the information is right there yeah um i can walk by a restaurant and instead of going inside asking for them for a menu and going through it by just looking at the restaurant's name i can see the list of things that are available it'll immediately point me to you know the dish of the day or what's the offer that's coming up at that point of time so you have all those things and i think it just boils down to the aspect of convenience yes um, it, it is that and uh, even when you think about uh, all the applications that are being developed right now you know every person when they think about ar you know it, it's all about trying to uh, make our lives better and easier and i think a lot of people and i think the adaption rate uh, uh, is very high for AR currently. Uh, I think a lot of people are using it, and I think in the future as well. I think it's the I think the it's just going to go higher and higher. And I think a lot of people don't know that they're using it. That's, that's the fun part. Yeah, that's exactly what I've been telling. That it you don't until unless someone tells you that hey, this is augmented reality. Uh, you know, to be honest, VR. A virtual reality or something is is I, I feel is more commonly used than AR for some reason I don't know I, I maybe it's just my opinion on it because I just feel VR is more popular name wise but I think usage wise AR is more popular but the but the problem is people don't realize you know, it you know what we should do I think right after this podcast is over let's let's just you know for the fun of it uh, put this in one of our video shows where we'll just go around JLT or something like that and just ask random people like hey um, do you have Snapchat or do you have Instagram? They'll probably say yes. And it's like, okay, so what's AR? They'll be like, I have no idea what it is. So let's just take a quick, you know, like a quick poll, like how many people actually know what this technology is about. And it's quite interesting. And in a way, uh, it's a good thing and a bad thing where people say the, the best technologies are the ones that are subtle. When you don't know you're using it and you still get the value of it, I think that's where the strongest, like the strength lies in that right yes so let's call it a day for today i think i think that's a good talk about ar and now we've created a platform to actually dive into yes uh i think in our next discussions with ar we'll also go into the types of ar that's available like for mobile phone things like marker based markerless um we'll probably get in touch with one of our developers and figure out exactly how what happens behind the scenes what is required exactly to create an application, whether if it's a game or something, which is for more uh, information or productivity based, we can look into that. Yeah. And I think we, we can also take a look at all the devices, you know, such as HoloLens or even Magic Leap for that matter. Yeah. Uh, and uh, to what extent we can use them uh, uh, to develop custom applications. Yeah. And uh, I'll leave the notes uh, in the podcast uh, down below. And if anyone, if you guys know exactly what AR is and have you ever used it in the past, you know, hit us up. Let us know what you guys think of it and where do you guys see AR is heading in the future. All right. So yes. stay safe and we'll see you soon. Yep. See you soon. Take care. Cheers. Cheers.